0: One question that I get asked a lot is, as a mom of a special needs child, can I homeschool my children? And we are here today to tell you that you can. Hi everyone, I'm Pam Barnhill, and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers create doable systems, beat burnout, and bring more joy to their homeschool day. Welcome to episode 44 of the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast well i'm joined on today's episode by my good friend shauna Wingert, and shauna has homeschooled two of her own special needs children and graduated one and sent him off to college and she is here today to encourage and equip you if you have a special needs child at home we are going to help you get started with the encouragement and the information you need to begin a homeschooling your child now before we get on with that interview i would like to invite you to join me for a free three video series called the ages and stages of homeschooling mini workshop in that mini workshop i am joined by colleen kessler and jamie martin and there we break down three very specific homeschooling topics for you how to get started homeschooling your kindergartner, how to make those high school transcripts, and what do you do about bad days when they happen. So it's very informative, lots of good information in there. And you can get that free workshop series by going to pambarnhill.com forward slash stages. And now on with the podcast. Shana Wingert is a former teacher and training and development professional turned author and homeschool mom. She has homeschooled her own two unique learners for more than a decade. She's written four books about homeschooling children with learning differences, and she is passionate about strength-based learning. Shana supports families homeschooling children with additional needs at differentbydesignlearning.com. Shana, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me,
1: Pam. I'm excited to be here with you.
0: Oh, so happy you're here. So let's just get right to it because we've only got about 10 minutes. Is it even possible for a mom to tackle homeschooling her child with special needs? So it's a question that comes up a lot,
1: and I am happy to say that the answer is not only yes, but it is 100% possible and legal in every single state in the United States. You would need to know you know, specifically what your state requires, but I have found that homeschooling a child with special needs or learning differences can actually be incredibly beneficial and in some respects even easier than managing the school system when you have a child who is on an IEP or a 504 accommodations plan because you can really give them the individualized attention that they need.
0: Yeah, you know, sometimes I think moms are like, oh, you know, if I pull my child out of school, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to be under their IEP anymore. But that's just individualized education plan, right? Mm -hmm. Every homeschool child has an IEP.
1: That's exactly right. I used to say that actually, like every kid kind of needs an IEP, especially when you're homeschooling them, because really all it is, is taking a look at what their strengths are, what the areas of opportunities are and coming up with a plan to address those. And so I think every student, no matter what their educational environment can benefit from an IEP, I will say that I think the reason why a lot of uh, moms ask that question is because there is this false belief and myth sort of out there that it's it's not possible to do it. And we get that from doctors and we get it from therapists and we get it from you know a lot of the people that we interact with when our kids have diagnoses that are sending us this message that there's absolutely no way you could accomplish this at home. And so that can be really daunting, especially when you're first getting started and making the decision to feel like you're you know, almost going against doctor's orders. But the truth is, the more people that do it, the more I think we are able to kind of put our voices out there and say, not only is it possible, but it's completely reasonable and doable. And in the long run, for me, it's been absolutely the right choice for my kids.
0: I love that. Okay, so what are some very distinct advantages to actually homeschooling your child who has special needs?
1: So, when I think about my oldest who is now heading into his second year of college, looking back, I think there's three things that really, really stand out as I guess not only the advantage, but what really mattered for him in his education that we were able to provide through the homeschool experience. The first is sort of how we paced the learning. We were able to accelerate what we needed to accelerate. So for example, he's very, very interested in history and is actually a history major in college. And uh, so we were able to, you know, go all the way through every single history program and curriculum and book that he could find to the point where by the time he got to his senior year of high school, he was doing more, not only college coursework, but even master level coursework in history. But with math, we were still struggling along at like a fifth or a sixth grade level. And so being able to pace the learning Uh, appropriately for his learning style, his learning needs, and his learning differences was so much easier to do at home than it ever... It just wouldn't have been possible in a traditional school setting. The second thing, and and this sort of goes along with what I just described, is being able to use interests to help sort of buffer the gap It between learning differences. So, if there is an intense interest in one particular topic, which a lot of kids who have uh, social differences in particular have, although persephone on one topic, they sort of get sort of passionately obsessed about one thing. That topic can actually be what helps a child learn in an area that is difficult for them. So, an example of that would be with my youngest, he has struggled with reading. Um, basically, his whole life, and the way that we've been able to help him learn to read is by taking things that he's naturally interested in and using that to develop fluency instead of you know sort of the typical readers or the typical curriculum that's out there. And then the final thing, you know, if I'm if I'm thinking about a mom on the other end of this that's listening and wondering like how this is all going to go if I make this decision is one that I couldn't have quantified earlier on. I think I always could have said, you know, the pace of the learning is is really helpful and the interest-based learning is really helpful. But looking back, what I can see is that creating a learning environment that worked best uh, for my kids, especially when they were younger and as they moved up into those middle and high school years, gave them so much more confidence then, well, then I know they would have had, had they gone through, you know, a more traditional educational program where the focus is always on what you can't do, right? Like you can't, Mm -hmm. you're struggling to read. And so we're going to spend extra time reading and you're going to have tutoring after school and you're going to have this and you're going to have that. And it's always going to be pointed out to you, you know, not having that in addition to allowing them to really excel in the areas that they enjoy, whether it's you know history for my oldest or like my youngest is a rock climber and he he loves doing it. He's really, really good at it. He gets a lot of feedback from people complimenting him and telling him how great he is at that particular thing in his life. Having, having the focus be so much more on who they are as people and what they enjoy and what they're interested in and what they're good at has created a couple of kids that are that are really kind of great. Like I don't want to brag, but you know I'm their mom. <laughs> I'm going to do it. But they they are engaged in the world. They're natural learners and they're advocates for themselves. They can say, my youngest will say, "I'm sorry, I'm dyslexic. I'm going to need you to resend that." Or, "I'm sorry, I can't read this. Can you help me with that?" Without there being this sort of stigma or shame associated with yeah. it. And it, it, that's not anything that I did necessarily. You know, it's not like I sat down and thought about, here's how we're going to create this and my kids by the time we get done with this whole homeschool thing. But that was a natural byproduct of our decision to homeschool and our decision to create a learning environment that gave as much weight, if not more weight to what they were, what they were strong in and what they were interested in, as opposed to the things that they struggled with. And I think homeschool is the best possible place to do that.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. So, you know, you've talked about some of the the great benefits for your kids, but I know that there are moms that are out there who are still worrying. Yeah, all of this sounds wonderful, but how can I be sure that they're getting what they really need? Especially like I'm not a formally trained teacher. So how mm-hmm. can I be sure? Oh my gosh. Uh, yes.
1: I, all I can say is Number one, I can identify and number two, like I'm still asking that question when it comes to my youngest who's heading into 10th grade. So I don't know that that, and I, and I have a feeling that every mom who homeschools asks that question on one level or another, but it does feel like the stakes are a little bit higher, right? When you have a child with a bona fide diagnosed difference, you know, that there are things that need to come into play in your homeschool. And it's like, how do I know that I'm achieving that? What I would say is a couple of things. The first is, is that I um, actually went to school to be a special education teacher. I did not end up doing that in my career because the classroom environment was very, very difficult for me. I saw all these needs and I wasn't able to individualize. And so I made the decision instead to go into adult training and development. But when I went through my program, the amount of time that we spent on the differences that I deal with in my home every day Was so small and so like basic that. My guess is, is that as a homeschool mom, you actually probably have not only more time to learn as much as you can about the individual differences that you're dealing with in your home, you probably already know more just by the fact that you live with them every day. You see what this translates to in terms of their abilities and what's not working and the struggles that they have socially and all of that. Like you, You have a collective base of knowledge that can be far more productive and effective educationally than any teacher would ever have for your child ever. It's just, you know, they've got a a room full of kids that all have varying needs and differences and, you know, trying to come up with the the way that's going to make learning click for a child who is really struggling as a learner is difficult. And it requires time and consistency and attention and individualization that you as a homeschool mom are the best equipped to provide. And so I would say, however inadequate you feel, or you know whatever the the circumstances are that are tripping you up, just know that I, I don't know that there's anybody that's going to be able to do it better than you can anyway. So it might not be perfect. It's probably not going to be ideal or textbook, but you have what you need to begin, and you have what you need to continue. And so, you know, over the course of a decade of doing this with two very different learners in my own home, and then helping other families do the same, what I've learned is that, you know, just like any homeschool mom, you only have to be one day ahead of your kid. (laughs) You only have to figure out, you know, what's going to happen next. Do not play it all out. There's, there's no way to do that. And there's no way I could have known you know, back to 10 years ago that this is how we would land. In fact, if you would have asked me, I would have said, there's absolutely no way that I would have a child going to college or that, you know, my youngest would be in a situation where he's putting himself out there to to read in public, you know, on things that I just never could have possibly imagined. And thank goodness I couldn't have because I think I would have felt more pressure. So yeah. the good news is is you don't you don't have to figure it all out and 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 you're already probably providing Uh, so much more than they would get elsewhere.
0: You know, I have found with any situation in homeschooling, there is just no better advocate than a mother who is willing to learn, who's willing to do a little bit of research and, Mm -hmm. you know, get connected with the resources that are online and available to homeschooling moms and just willing to learn what they need to learn to help their child succeed. And you can't replicate that anywhere. So Um, Shauna, thank you so much for coming on today and chatting with me about this. Where can people find some of those resources and get a little bit of help with uh, homeschooling their special needs child?
1: So my site, differentbydesignlearning.com, has an abundance of resources specifically for the mom that's trying to figure this out. So there are definitely some educational resources there in terms of how to figure out some of the strength-based learning stuff. Um, certainly some educational resources there in terms of different subjects and that kind of thing. But most of the site is devoted to exactly what we're talking about today, which is as a mom, how do you do this, right? Like what are what are the things that are gonna get in the way? How do you deal with doctors and therapists? How do you figure out how to work with the school system if you need to for services? Those types of questions that frequently come up with moms who are in the same position that I am is what the site is dedicated to. And I'm happy to have anyone join me there. And I'm also on Instagram at the same thing, Different by Design Learning.
0: All right, thanks so much.
1: My pleasure, thanks Pam.
0: And there you have it. Now, if you would like links to any of the resources that Shauna and I chatted about today, including her own books and website, and also a link to that ages and stages free mini workshop I was telling you about, you can find them on the blog post for this episode of the podcast. That's at pambarnhill.com slash T-M-B-H-44. Next week, we're going to be talking all about worry. What can you do if you're a mom who worries about your homeschool? And that's probably pretty much all of us. So I'll be back again for that one. Until then, keep on homeschooling.